What's up, everybody? This is Christian. I'm here with one of my best friends, Vinny. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about uh, the pilot episode of Swamp Thing, which is available on DC uh, Access, DC Universe, their uh, DC streaming app, basically. Um, so we just watched the episode, and I gotta say, it's amazing. For all the adaptations I've seen over the years for Swamp Thing, this is probably hands down one of my favorites. Um, so for this episode of TV Talk, to try a little something new, we're going to talk for about five minutes straight without spoilers. I'm so going to try really hard not to spoil this. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you're listening, first five minutes, spoiler free. Afterwards, you're on your own. All right? Uh, let's, just, let's just shoot the stuff. Cool. Yeah. So uh, Swamp Thing. Um, Vinny, you watched this uh, when we were kids. Or when you were a kid. And yeah, I watched this is one of my favorite like series and movie series yeah. like growing up. Yeah. Alright, so, and I, I read the comic books, uh, the Alan Moore version, love it to death. Uh, from what we've seen, what were your expect like, how would you say you were surprised, or what did you take away from it, uh, having the knowledge that you had before? Uh, the knowledge that I had before? Yeah, like, so, expectations. There's a couple different ways that I got into Swamp Thing. It was, like, the movies, there was that, like, I don't know if it was TNT or TBS did that miniseries for like a hot minute. It didn't last too long, I don't think, from what I remember. And then, I'm not going to lie to you, the Swamp Thing cartoon from like the early 90s was one of my favorite things in the world. I got like the pilot VHS. I don't know where my mom got this shit from, but it's like maybe one or two episodes. Uh, they're not very good, but they hold like a very special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, so it's like the Alec Holland storyline of Swamp Thing where he's a scientist uh, there's a lab explosion and all of a sudden he, you know is it, it Anton Arcane I think that was yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the original or that version of the antagonist that's who that was yeah uh, you know he falls into the swamp and he starts mutating and then he becomes this like savior of the swamps but uh, honestly that's the most I'm familiar with that the most I'm not gonna lie to you because I watched the shit out of that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first movie I remember a little bit, and the second one I just remember Heather Locklear being in it and it being really campy, which I kind of dug too. Or kids. Um, even just like just going back and glancing over like the synopsis of the first movie compared to like the cartoon and the couple comic books that I had when I was a kid. There's a couple different ways that they could have gotten into what Swamp Thing could be. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's a couple different origin stories, so it was interesting to see. What route they were going to take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as somebody who read the Alan Moore comic, um, I wasn't sure which way you were going to go with it because uh, that comic is very occult, very mystic mysticism. Uh, and in the pilot episode, they kind of avoided all of that, which was a smart route because it, it, it's really heavy. Um, yeah. And besides that, like, there's, there's still a lot of potential for really anywhere of the Swamp Thing mythos to the direction they want to go to, which is Wouldn't why... I'd be surprised if some of that came into play. Exactly. Like, so they kind of just leaves it open-ended. For anyone who's read the comics, um, I think it does a really good job of setting it up. They do some changes, uh, which, again, we're like a minute and a half left of spoilers, or not spoiler-free. Um, there's some changes in there which I think are better for the, the sake of the story in the modern age. Uh, well, some... It's also kind of just like a blending of all the different backgrounds. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying not to say names. But. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> another, another minute and ten seconds. Um, so, yeah, but the, they definitely tried to make it more procedural, in a sense, and they tried to make it more uh, scientific. And I yeah, think definitely. modern fans will really like that, uh, and people who've looked at the older material, like we have, 
um, will appreciate that as well. And it just uh, makes sense too. That's yeah, that's the thing too because the think, scientific part of it, it just really makes sense. Yes, yeah, and it doesn't. At least I'm justifying that it does. No, no, same here. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm a big nerd, so like it, it very much does a great job of setting it up in the modern era. Is what we're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some stuff involved with the CDC, and, and you'll see when yeah. we get there. Um, anything else we can say spoiler free? Because we got like thirty seconds. Uh, spoiler free. Uh, this is all a test. <laughs> it's like, let's see how long we can go until we start talking about everything. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Is it spoiler free to talk about the, the look of... No, no, I don't know. Uh, are you sure? Well, we only have 10 seconds left. All right, so for those... <laughs> it. We, we tried. Uh, I'm going to try... Doing it's not bad. We did all right. Yeah. Oh, no, no. We're, we're still going. Uh, all right. And that's uh, it. So, all right. From here on out, if you're tuning in, uh, the rest of this is... Spoiler filled and the usual format. But is, honestly, it's just a pilot episode, so it's nothing that you, um, like, unless you're getting really into the like brass tacks of it all. Like, there's nothing that you didn't see coming. Kind yeah, of, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's true. Because like a lot of this pilot, we we did call it earlier on, like ahead of time. It's like you but know what? I mean, you get a little bit of Alec Holland, which is the, this is the version of Swamp Thing. It's Alec Holland's version. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why I'm looking at the mic like it's a camera. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which I, I like that. I'm familiar with that the most. Yeah. Uh, if, I mean, I, I went on Wikipedia and I was looking up the different backgrounds and there's a couple different versions that I never even knew existed, honestly. Well, they continued the series and then they kind of just went, like, like most superhero stories, they kind of just do the different iterations and whatnot over the years. So yeah. I think there's other Swamp Things as well. To me, Alec Holland is Swamp Thing. Yeah, but it, that's where it gets really cool in the Alan Moore version. And again, spoilers, so sorry guys. Uh... In the in the comic books, um, the Alan Moore version, um, it's not Alec Holland. It's like it's Alec Holland's like memories and experiences. Boom! Spoiler. But <laughs> it's but, yeah, there you go. But it's uh, but it's like this weird creature that's lived for like a long time, and it slowly regained consciousness. But it thinks it's Alec Holland, but it's not Alec Holland. But I think that's the same thing with the Len Wine version of. Swamp Thing. I think that's just what happened. No, no, because in that version, it's Alec Holland in like plant like. It's a, it, he becomes like a plant, but it's actually Alec Holland. Are you sure? In the Alan Moore version, yeah. In the Alan Moore version, he's like, shit, I have to acknowledge that that person's dead. I, I might have their experiences. The, the Len Wine version too, though. Oh, shit. I think it's just like this like, rotting gonna... body that all of a yeah. sudden gets like infested with this mutagenic, like, I guess, fungus? Or oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's, yeah, that's both versions. What I'm talking about, though, is it's the idea that Alec Holland survives and still Alec Holland in, that, in the original version. Because it, it's still him, but he's in the Swamp Thing. His, like, mind is in the Swamp Thing. And the soul is in the Swamp Thing body. But I think his body's dead. Yeah, no, his body's dead. Oh. But in the Alan Moore version, the body's dead. But it's it's not really his mind of Alec Holland's soul of Alec Holland. It's literally a weird, mystic creature that's, like, an elemental uh, 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 that has these memories but is really something beyond that. And it goes into the really, really crazy areas with that, exploring what it is to have an identity or... Is it your memories that make you, or is it, like, your history and stuff? It, it, it goes into all these really crazy tangents. It's, it's really awesome for the comic book, but we're here to talk about the show. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you can't really... You have to acknowledge, like, the history the of history, this, too. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. There's a pretty... I mean, it's the same thing if you're watching, like, a Batman movie or something. That's like true, that. yeah. But, uh, yeah, the show is killer. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Um, 
I guess we could just go over some of the plot, maybe some of the characters. Uh, can we just talk about how this thing looks when it comes out of the water? Yes, yes, yes. Let's go start that. Holy yeah. shit, that's awesome. I was, I don't know, I, it's hard to tell when you're first watching whether or not you're actually going to meet the monster. Yeah. I, it, I thought we were going to. I was pretty sure we were going to, but... We, the two of us were arguing the entire time. Is it going to happen this episode? Maybe they're going to do three episodes of him as just a human, but... Yeah. Nah, there's no way. But, like, when that finally goes down and the shit hits the fan, oh, man, I got goosebumps just talking about that. That was yeah. killer. That was really killer. It was killer. The look was so precise. So I was like, oh, my God, they got the eyes down. They got the, the draping, like, sea, or, was it seaweed or whatever swamps. I think it's, like, stuff. Spanish moss or something like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. God damn. And I think, I, don't, I couldn't really tell, but that was practical effects, right? Uh, when it comes they, out of the water. I think, I think it's a mix. So. It's a mix. Uh, it's one of the things that you'll notice about the show, and I think very excellent. They do a nice blend of practical and special. So there are moments where I honestly couldn't tell what they were using, and, and a big I think a big reason for that is because they do a lot. They do a lot of body horror stuff. So if that's your thing from like the seventies, the eighties, if like the thing was your thing, um, you'll I think enjoy this this pilot because. It's really dope to look at, and you don't see it done as much as, as like it should be today in today's age. Yeah, I mean, everybody's doing CGI, I think, just because it's easier. It's but easier, yeah. I, there's something about, like, even when I watch, like, Return of the Jedi, and I see, like, you, dude, even, like, the fucking Ewoks, man, I don't care how much flack I get for this <laughs> shit. I get it. It's midgets in teddy bear costumes and stuff like that. <laughs> but there's something special about, like, seeing a human being actually acting out this stuff in real time without, like, a computer completely just, like... You know, just like bulldozing over the top. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. But then you still get that like digital red eyes. Yeah. They like, like zoom in on the eyes. Yeah. Very much. Again, spoilers. Uh, so you probably watched the episode. If not, then enjoy it. Uh, but like that 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 scene, uh, especially because they set it up towards like the back end. Yeah, I mean, it's like the. Can I say that it's? Yeah. It's like the last what like minute or two of the episode. Yeah. Where it really goes down. Yeah. It's a nice one because again, like us, us fans were just like, "Oh man, when when's he come?" And then boom, and it's so iconic. Uh, the setup is great. Though. The setup is great. I guess we'll not spoil the setup because while we'll say that it's there, it's real. The context of where it appears is what quite beautiful and a great. Uh, again, as we mentioned, like modern rendition because the original way that they did it in both styles of the comic was very different than how they did it here. We can't uh, talk about that, right? We can, but let's leave it because we've already spoiled what happens. <laughs> so, like, the way that they executed guys is pretty fantastic. Um, and much, I, I think the reason why, too, is because it's much more action and uh, fast paced than the comic version, which makes sense because comics are very, you know, they're still images as yeah. compared to this, which is action. Uh, all right, that opening scene, let's talk about with the, uh, the little. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That. That's in the trailer, too, so you'll see oh, parts okay. of that in the trailer, so that's not really much of a spoiler, but that was killer. Yeah. It's kind of confusing to figure out what exactly is going on. Was that guy blind, the, the black guy? It looked like it. I couldn't really tell. Because that would make sense, because they would go for, like, a scout who couldn't see at night, and so a blind person would be perfect at that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then that... you, you, you It almost seems like gun runners or something like that. You don't really understand what's going on until a little bit later on in the episode. Yeah, absolutely. And then that's when... Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, we could we could spoil that because especially if there's a trailer for it. Uh, yeah, they they go. You're opening on like a boat in the Louisiana swamp, and uh, and they're they're just dropping these things, these packages into the water. And at first, I thought they were bombs. I thought so too because they had TNT on the boat, and I think you're really sold the idea that it's it's like bombs. They're just they're trying to blow something up in the water. 
Uh, and then, uh, out of nowhere, mysterious vine, swamp, tentacle things really just start appearing and, like, really messing things up. And it's, it's a really well-shot horror moment. Uh, for a show that, like, I kind of knew that it was going to come at some point, and I guess the opening seemed to be the perfect time to set it up, but the uh, the execution, both literally and figuratively, <laughs> e- excellent. Um, I thought that was great. Yeah, because you see these really uh, jaded, jagged, just really visceral images and great silhouettes. Uh, Almost, like, conjuring images of, like, Evil Dead too, if you know what I'm talking yes. about. Yeah, <laughs> okay, cool. I'm glad we're on the... Well, of course we're on the same page. Yeah, you're the only one who introduced me to Evil Dead. Um, yeah, if you're if you're into Evil Dead, expect a little bit of that. If You, you know what I'm talking about. Um, There's a lot of, like, in my opinion, like, references to other mainstream... Like, we were talking about, like, the Resident Evil 2... Yes. The connection. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm skipping around too much right now. That's okay. But, yeah... It, Video is this too much of a spoiler what I'm about to say or not? Now, at this point, you guys know that Lucas so, <laughs> We're um, in this to win this, baby. Yeah, basically. Um, but the, uh, if, for those who play Resident Evil 2, and particularly play the new remastered one, which we both love, yeah. um, Sherry Birkin and what's his name? Uh, William Birkin, the head scientist that developed the G-Virus. There's yeah. a very distinct, it's not like a rip-off, but it's, it's almost like a nod in that direction, which I really love. Yeah, I, I love that game. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also interesting. You both have like a mutagenic, like almost virus type yes, of a thing. Absolutely. I don't know if this is really a virus, yeah. but it's definitely like a bacterial fungal. I think it's more infection. fungal. I think you were right about that because if we're going in the swamp direction, but they fungus, mentioned that it wasn't fungus that they found on the body. So but it's you were definitely the details. <laughs> it's definitely a nod in that direction, which absolutely. I, I absolutely love. I thought that was great. It was fantastic, and uh, like in so many ways too. It's like scientist and daughter and exactly. and yeah. daddy and like and body horror. But the oh, guy that's awesome. spreading the affection, he was just a hired goon. Yeah, which is a nice kind of you know yeah, yeah subversion of of that that theme that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was killer. It was pretty dope. Yeah, there's uh, some horrifying shit that happens within like the first like ten minutes of that. That that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Alright, so we've talked about the visuals very much. The back end, the front end. And we then... didn't talk about that goddamn filter though, that they're using on the whole episode. Alright. Uh... <laughs> Alright, yeah, let's talk about that now. Since, uh, again, we're spoilers away and the whatnot. Um, I mean, you're going to see it immediately. Yeah, and the, and the style, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what Re- Vinny's referencing is something that DC does for most, most of their content. If you're a Zack Snyder fan, you know this. Um, they use a lot of like cold lighting and dark filtering uh, just to get a more brooding and somber and like dark tone. Uh, one of the things is, is Vin and I both have been to New Orleans and we've been to Louisiana. One of my favorite places in the world. I've been there five times already and I would consider moving there. <laughs> I would have too at some point in my life. Now I'm figuring things out. But um, it's a sunny, really nice location. And that filter, while I It doesn't we... look like New Orleans with that filter on. I'm sorry. There you go. Just give me some warm sunlight. Even like in like like the original Swamp Thing movies, it's it's warm. It's like a warm environment. You know what I mean? They don't have the special effects budget or the the filtering budget back then because that was like and the it's 90s. great. Yeah, it looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't break it. It's modern filmmaking, man. I don't Everyone care. needs to make these these tones better. And then also, I think uh, digital filmmaking looks better in cold lighting than in uh, in warm lighting. I don't believe that. No, it's not like Day of the Dead. Remember. Or Dawn know. of the Dead, the remake, the remake oh, of Dawn was, of the that Dead. Was 04, man. Who cares? No, but um, the, the cameras and the technology has changed. Yeah, but the modern cameras. This is better. a filter, dude. This is like after-processed stuff. You put this in uh, like yeah. After Effects or something like that, 
and then you throw up this like shade over the top of it. Precisely. But for some reason, the Why? people like doing it. It is a it is a uh, problem. If you read some of the articles on theworkprint.com where I write, um, <laughs> it's a common thing though. It's yeah. happening in a lot of stuff. It's because it's because again, it's digital, a filter. It's all it is is a filter. But digital looks better on it apparently. That's I don't believe it. The co- the, apparently, there's something wrong with the, the the bright, warm color gradient. It just and digital, it's just not. It just doesn't look as as appealing apparently. So mm. cool lighting. All right, so minus technical problems, because honest or technical effects, because people will say, Christian, you're wrong, and they're probably <laughs> right to understand. Uh, the uh, DC just likes doing that, because they, they're the more serious and the brooding and the, the darker storylines as compared to the Marvel, which we've all known, thanks to Disney, as uh, the happy, funny, etc., etc. So Swamp Thing was very much playing for the somber tone. That's why it was shot that way. Obviously, you and I both think... I eh. think that would, would have, it would have been a nice contrast to have like this really dark, twisted story about this like uh, like plant type like ec- epidemic taking over this town with like a sunny backdrop that would have been kind of cool that would be really cool. and it would have felt like louisiana that's true actually yeah yeah as, as a swamp a hot thick swamp where you, you're breathing in the air and it feels like a cloud in your lungs you know what i'm saying 100 percent agree because uh when i think about the south of louisiana yeah that's yeah yeah it doesn't even when it's like cloudy there it still has like it's, it's like this like green vibe i don't know how they explain it yeah, yeah. so um if you're a fan of the uh, filtering process you'll see plenty of that if you're not then you're more of a we like that area like us <laughs> um you'll find a little bit of a disjunct there or maybe you just don't care i don't know uh, there's lots of different reasons either way i'm nitpicking at something that's not super super important you know what i'm saying the story <laughs> yes. is the meat and potatoes yeah. But I, but I mean, like, the visuals are emotional. Or tones, which are then accentuated by the emotion, which is actors and all other crap. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, in terms of technicality, again, good horror, good body horror. Uh, not the biggest fan of the color uh, scheming here, obviously. Uh, and let's talk about the the plot itself. We, we open on the, the the swamp waters, and the crazy uh, tentacle <laughs> vine things happen. Uh, so it, it starts on a murder, basically, and uh, they they decide to investigate, and uh, they call was it they call the CDC was it, was it CDC who came first? Or? Well, no. What happened was in in the beginning it was the guys on the boat trying to. This is a major spoiler. Major spoiler. The guys on the boat are trying to plant this, uh, basically like a bomb that's going to go off to release this mutagenic virus that's going to turn. Out for some reason, it seems insane. There's got to be more to the story that we just haven't heard yet. We've only seen the pilot. Um, this goes off, it's going to infect this whole area of the swamp, uh, and then whether they knew it or not, who knows, this is going to infect human beings. Yeah. The one guy survives somehow, I don't know, it's, it's insane what happens to him, goes back home, it like skips 48 hours later, this little girl is in the school, mm-hmm. and she's got a nosebleed, she coughs up this like wad of like swamp grizzle like out of her lungs and shit. And then she passes out and winds up in the hospital and the CDC gets involved. Yeah, there you go. Um, so then that involves, uh, what was it, Abby? Abby uh, Arcane, right? Abby Arcane, yes. yes. Who, Who's Abby, in the comics. Yes. Um, she's, this is her hometown. So she comes back. It's That's a little corny, but it is what it is. I mean, giving, there's a whole backstory that goes with, with Abby too that I could do without, but I think there's more <laughs> to the story than meets the eye. Yeah. Because in the original book, it's Anton Arcane, her father, yeah. that is the real 
antagonist. Like he he is the piece of shit. Yes. Um, but I don't know, they switched around a lot of stuff with the, the origins of this, so I don't know if that's going to come into play or not. And they did reference though that she was like a daughter to that family. This is true. So and it's like Avery, Avery Sutherland, who was also uh, in yes. the comics too, but he he was a government. I think he was involved in the government. Yeah. There was a whole weird government. Yeah. Conspiracy thing going on, which I also love conspiracies. Yeah. If you know me. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see how that whole backstory is going to play out. And it's set up, like, in the middle of the episode that there's going to be a massive conflict between Avery, I think his second wife? Who was it? I thought it was her first wife. Uh, Maria, Maria Sunderland. Yeah, Sunderland. Sunderland, that's who it yeah. Uh, yeah, so some shit goes down between their daughter and Abby Arcane, which isn't really resolved yet. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll know. see what happens, but the important part is whatever happened with their, her history with uh, the Sunderland daughter, who it seems like they were like very, very good friends. Yeah. Um, it was really bad. What happened? Abby apparently killed her. Yeah. Got away scot free and got yeah. a degree from college and, and something. Maria's very upset about that. There's this really hardcore like. I could have done with that. He he Vin didn't like it. <laughs> I actually did appreciate it. I thought it set up. Uh, it basically just sets up in the pilot. Like, okay, we know that uh, Abby does not get along with the Sunderland family. Yeah. And allegedly, she killed their daughter, her friend. How she got away with it or why. My guess is a car accident, but we'll see what happens. There's something with the bridge, because there's that flashback, that weird flashback when they're driving into Maria. Yeah, and it looked like she was, like, standing on a ledge. She might have killed herself. Yeah. Yeah. Jumper bike. Yeah. What, what the hell van was that? The red boring baby. Oh. Oh, is she? It's my friend. Oh, man, I just sang on the podcast. That's gonna Beautiful, be man. Uh... <laughs> we'll make you a pop star yet, you oh, son man. of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so... Um, yeah, Abby. So yeah, she's the one that's in charge of figuring out what the hell is going on because this little girl is in this supposedly quarantine zone. Yes, there's some plot holes with this shit that I'm not okay with, but whatever, we'll get there. We'll, in a we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's assigned to, you know, figure out what's going on. Yeah. Because a couple, I think, other people were getting infected. Other people were getting infected in the area, and it was something that they needed to figure out what was going on. So was it? Alec? Or not Alec, um, uh, what's his name? The uh, Avery? Avery, who called the CDC? I don't know. There's something sketchy going on with Avery. He's okay. definitely going to be the bad guy for this. It seems like it, yeah. Or it I have a right. feeling Anton is also going to come into play, because what happened to Abby's father and mother? You oh. know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, She's from this town, yes. Murray, which is, I think it's a fictional location in Louisiana. I don't think that really exists. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Murray. So, where is this girl's family? You know what I'm saying? We don't know. We pretty, don't know. Pretty but much. But she did, definitely did live with the Sunderlands. Yes. They mentioned that. Yes. And Abby, she went on to be a really good researcher at medical school, I think, too? Something like that. Yeah. She went to medical school. That's why she's involved with the CDC now. Yeah. And she's running a team with her and her gay friend, Harlan. Yeah, they, they made that real obvious. And the very big, like, literally his first scene, it's a cutesy scene between this Asian guy and, and Abby, uh, the Asian guy being Harlan, and immediately he's like, oh, you gotta find his boyfriends, and I'm like, oh, wow, they, they just needed to set that up. That's good. I mean, it's, it sets it up early, and I guess maybe they didn't want people to see a conflict of romantic interest, because you know Abby, in this comic book, she's very much a love interest for 
for uh, uh, Evil Dead Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Alec, yeah, yeah. Um, I I hope everyone that's listening to this has seen the Evil Dead Two and understands what I'm referencing. Oh my gosh, it's going to sound like a jerk off. <laughs> Uh, what is it? All right, all right, so Abby is leading this team to investigate, and there's this weird guy who's happens to be there. He's he's at, at both crime scenes or both investigation scenes, and yeah. you find out. And you think that if this was a quarantine zone, they would be really cautious about who the hell they let on this. 30, scene. We'll get into it in like thirty seconds. Oh yeah, So they they look into the guy, and surely enough, we find out it is the hero of the story, uh, Alec Holland. Yeah, yeah. Alec in this version is Martin Scrooge. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's uh well i swear i actually like this i'm just an asshole yeah oh we both really liked it we're just having fun with it uh but he yeah he's uh he's a well-to-do uh guy who was uh some sort of phd researcher he was a scientist and then yeah. like you said when we were watching it he flubbed some data like every goddamn scientist does to make sure that what he wanted you know pushed in the academic world, looked looked legitimate, but yeah. they couldn't replicate the results or something. That comes out, yeah, you know, a little bit further down the line. So he's like a washed-up researcher, which is silly because again, as we everybody does their shirt. a lot. Of, as somebody who's worked in a lot of academia, a lot of people do that. So, and then even if it's big pharma, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> um, I'm gonna end up on an FBI watch list after this. <laughs> after this podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, right. So Alec. Uh, you find out, okay, he, he is trying to help out. And I think they first realize who he is, and he gets his introduction when they're investigating the guy from the boat. Yeah, and that's a killer scene. Killer scene. Oh, man. Great body horror again, and uh, which is why you, you listen to the, or watch this. And, uh, and yeah, and uh, we pretty much establish, okay, that's who he is. Oh, and they also, I forgot to mention him, he's important in the comic book. He's kind of a throwaway character in this episode, but he's, he, it's important to know him. Uh, Matthew the Cop. He drove... Uh, he, he drove uh, Abby into the, uh, the place. I'm not familiar with him. Matthew's important, and as a guy who's a really big fan of Sandman. <laughs> oh, is he a crossover character? He's a very uh, much a crossover character. He's a very important character in the Alan Moore version of Swamp Thing. Okay, okay. So I don't know what his role will be in this show, but I need to just mention Matt, because I'm like 90% sure that that's the Matt, and he's going to be featured, the police officer, in some way in the show. We'll find out what, though, because for that first episode, it wasn't much. It's, it's set up. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they were just trying to give you a general idea of what universe you're expecting. Pretty much. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so they uh, they pretty much realize, all right, something is up. And I guess now now would be the time, because basically in their something is up moments, uh, Alec and Abby, uh, they, they start investigating what is causing this, what this whole thing is. And He's got a heads up on it, though. He does. He, he had been working for Avery yes. Sunderland. Yes. Which he also got canned two weeks prior to this whole thing. Did you catch that? That would explain why he's looking. Yeah. Yeah. And so he confronts Avery at that town meeting where they're all talking about this epidemic that's breaking out. Yeah. And it's kind of a really tense, interesting. It's a great town, town hall. Like this is our town scene, you know? Yeah. You're like, you're in like the back woods middle of nowhere yeah like your average folk you know what i'm saying yeah it's, it's a pretty pretty awesome scene and it, it delivers conflict kind of gives you exposition which is a, i think a great dual uh one two yeah um so yeah they, they start researching it and then uh i guess we can talk about that now the uh, the mutagen the mutagen and then also some of the plot holes revolving the mutagen as, as i'm sure people who are listening 
totally know what we're talking about. Yeah. I don't know. Where do you want to start? Um, was it the <laughs> autopsy that really was where we were like, this is wrong? Yeah. All right. So okay. listen, there's an epidemic breaking out, okay? Mm-hmm. Follow, right? Yeah. There's little girls on quarantine, right? Yeah. Everyone's wow. freaking out, right? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is watching the little girl? No one is there. Yeah. Okay. They're in the... First off, Alec Holland, this random ass motherfucker, got onto this scene in the first place without anyone questioning him until he was already well established trying to figure out what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What fantasy world are we fucking living in? It's, Anyways. It's funny you mentioned that because my excuse, I tried giving the show justice and saying like, well, it's a small town and then you immediately countered with. This is a major scale, like when the AIDS virus was like discovered, do you think they just let every fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry into the scene just to see what was going on. Yeah. Hey, look at this. This guy's got lesions all over his body. This seems like uh, it's fine. Let me lick it see what goes on. No, that's not how this shit fucking works. Especially when the CDC gets involved. Then it's like, no, they have to have very strict rules at that point. Yeah. And they did not. Yeah. For the sake of the story. But yeah. So then, all right, we, did, we didn't really mention, but they find the little girl from the beginning. They find her father in that room of the house and it's fucking horrifying. Yes. He's got these vines coming out all over him and shit like that. He's yeah. obviously dead. Yeah. So they, I guess, slice his body out of this room. And, and that's where we're... Bring yeah. him to this autopsy, which no one is in the building at all of this hospital where this thing is exploding out of this guy's body that's making new orifices all over the fucking place. Yeah. They're doing the autopsy on him and all of a sudden shit hits the fan. I think, what did they do? They, they took a sample they and they, a they sample added and they the mutagen it. to it. And they were looking at it under the microscope so that they couldn't pay attention to... Yeah, so then this guy all of a sudden like, starts, it's not really him reanimating, it's like all this shit inside of him is starting to take over. Yeah. Which, interesting at the same time, interestingly, his daughter also wakes up who's infected with this mutagenic virus, but isn't anywhere near as fucked up as this guy was, because this guy got shredded, and it's really awesome. It's like Tom Savini style, just like body parts falling off and shit like that, and all these vines pouring out of this guy. It's, it's killer. Um, but then this little girl escapes, goes downstairs and sees her dead father in chunks falling yeah. off of him with this plant thing hanging out. Yeah. And Again, no the, one's uh, watching the little girl. Yeah. No one's making sure that there's like, there's no guards at the door where these, this autopsy is taking place. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Especially because the, that hospital or whatever area is supposed to be quarantined because there are other patients most likely like this. Yeah. And, and nobody... they're trying not to get anybody infected. I get it and stuff like that. Yeah. But you wear a biohazard suit and you check out what's going on. Yeah. Keep Actually, an eye out. You know what's funny about the biohazard suit too? I forgot. Abby totally. Wasn't wearing one. Ah, I'm standing up right now with my hands in the air right now. You can't see me, but I wish you could. Damn. <laughs> but one thing that I will add to that whole situation where when the plant reawakens at the same time the mutagen is activated yeah. on that little piece that they pulled out of his lung, yeah. the little girl wakes up, the virus, this, uh, not really virus, uh, I, part of me wants to say like fungus, but I know they already said that it wasn't a fungus. Um, so like if you're into Paul Stamets, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Paul Stamets, but he's a, a mushroom like guru. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but like, it's not just like psychedelic mushrooms, but it's just like fungus in general. And he came up with a, uh, what the hell? I forget the name of the fungus that was based on cordyceps or something like cordyceps. that. Cordyceps. Cordyceps mushroom. Yeah. Where last of Us. It ta- yeah. Last of Us. Exactly. Yeah. Where it takes over like insects' bodies and kind of controls them until they kill themselves. Mm-hmm. To spread the... the- the uh, spores. 
But the idea behind what Paul Stanis' research was is that there's a, a, a network that kind of connects all fungus and it kind of communicates with each other, almost like the way that like an internet type of a thing would work. So it makes me wonder if there's a plot point where this uh, mutagen actually can communicate with parts of itself from long distances. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Which would make sense given the connection to daughter and... The daughter way that all that guy. shit woke up at once. That was cool. That, that was, was really, really cool. cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see that plot point. Yeah. But And again, uh, the show doing a really fantastic job of blending science with... Science fiction. Yeah. You know, science fiction and like and the... Uh, I guess the uh, the creatures, the the horror animation type stuff. Yeah, yeah, because because uh, again in, in the comics or at least in the Alan Moore run, it's very occultish. This is very different. It's like this oh, is okay. very sciencey, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't say that there there's no room to have some type of an occult thing take place. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I think that they could both exist at the same time. Yeah, probably. It'd be interesting to see. What yeah, that turns out to be. Yeah, uh, that's what was great about this pilot is it sets up kind of the direction of heading anywhere. I think that was the only plot hole that I really hit that made me go, what the fuck is going on and scratch yeah. my head. Yeah. Other than that, I'm trying to think. I, th- I think there was, that was, that was really it that really kind of drove me nuts. Um, yeah, that and the color, the color gradient thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. but that's just artistic choice. And you, yeah, you know, yeah. There's no real right or wrong. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of people worry. What it is. Um, I think pretty much that was, because uh, after that, they investigate more, and then they get into... And then the, shit hits the fucking fan. I'm trying to remember what happened after. Because we, we get the mom thing. Um, yeah, then they go to that bar off yeah. of the river. Yeah, and that's In where you get of, that, uh, Abby's backstory that we've already talked about. Um, yeah. And then uh, that, they just investigate more, and that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, they go back to... So Alec has this like kind of... It should be like a rinky-dink lab like in the middle of like the bayou but it's actually a really like high you know like high grade thing where there's all this like equipment and shit like that which is interesting to see uh ah the dog guru like reference to ruguru the louisiana swamp monster the werewolf oh that was interesting i thought that was a nice little nod to louisiana folklore nice i I didn't even catch that guru his name was like the ruguru monster that's cool I love that kind of stuff. I love cryptids and stuff like that. I, probably one of the reasons why I, I really like Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he goes back. They get uh, they talk to the reporter. Yeah. The news reporter at the bar. They find out the location, the last location, where these like guys have been hired to do something shady. Nobody really knows what's going on, so they go investigate, and then that's when shit hits the fan. Yeah. That's what oh, right, we right. talk about what happens at that because that's like the that's that's point what we that literally like the one point that we said we wouldn't spoil, which is very much the uh, yeah you got to see it because it's it's fucking awesome. It's so killer. Yeah, yeah, and that leaves a lot of questions in your mind. What I'm gonna keep next? my mouth shut? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much it, it's a perfect cliffhanger to say what happens next, what direction, mm. and then again, uh, the show does a great job of setting the tone and showing how extreme the show will be, introducing us to body horror, which I'm gonna expect plenty of from the show. I'm with um, it, baby. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else we should cover? Or what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, I think that's pretty comprehensive. I, I mean, think we covered all the characters too. Oh, I forgot. Uh, There's a couple of like minor characters, I guess, that we didn't really hit on much. But it's nothing that you get much information on. We're just waiting to see how all this plays out and how all this builds up. Yeah. I think it's going to be a killer story. I think they got a, a really good premise set already. 
Absolutely, and because of all, of, there's a lot of mystery, a lot of uh, horror, and uh, it, it pretty much sets up this world where, um, very much it's you know Louisiana swamps and some weird Resident Evil biological crap is happening, mm-hmm. and we're not sure what's gonna happen. But I could use a little more credence, Clearwater Revival in some of it, but it's okay. <laughs> CCR baby. Oh, uh, <laughs> um. All right, let's say final thing. Favorite moment from what we've seen? Oh, dude, the ending. The ending? Okay. The ending of that episode is fucking killer. Yeah? Yeah, dude, that's what's up. That's what I was waiting for the entire time. I was just waiting to see, can I say, the the transformation. Okay. I was waiting for that. I was fucking waiting for that. Because yeah. I knew it was going to happen. Everybody yeah. knows it's going to happen. Yeah. The story's not about Alec Holland. Yeah. It's about Swamp Thing. Thinking, I don't even know if I could say that. Like, yeah, just leave it at that. It's, okay, it's really yeah, yeah, the beautiful yeah. transformation, which is epic. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's you, you got to see it. It's killer. For me, it was pretty much every single body horror scene because they did. I love that stuff. It's such a good job with it, I and mean, you don't see that much horror like that these days. You either see the slashem or the the jump scare stuff. Not many people are willing to do body horror, right? and if they do, it's a zombie thing, and that's been really played out these days. Yeah. Uh, so this was a nice refreshing take on it, and it, it makes you feel creepy grossed out and it makes your insides kind of like turn because that's that's what they want to get across you know but they do it in a way where uh it's justified with the context of the story and what's happening it doesn't feel like it's being excessive for the sake of being excessive oh no not at all yeah but it looks great yeah yeah and i think pretty much a lot of reviewers and people are saying expect a lot more of that so overall um personally uh i would give this like a 9.4 out of 10 yeah like i said the, the only thing that i didn't like was that whole cdc yeah yeah plot whole thing aside from that yeah this is gonna be great and i love swamp thing and i'm so happy they rebooted this yeah and it looks like they really put a lot of thought and energy into making this right yeah absolutely and it's funny because dc again doesn't have that much original like video content and stuff and they're trying really hard to release these things and while they are limiting I think them they, they knocked this one out of the park and i think it's gonna be killer exactly so uh yeah and that's that's pretty much it uh yeah, this has been Christian and Vinny. Uh, Christian, me, <laughs> your host. Uh, you can find me on wordprint.com writing articles. You can also find me on uh, Instagram as uh, xnangelus and Twitter as xn underscore angelus. And they can look me up on Facebook too. Maybe I'll add you in there, they will. Uh, <laughs> you can probably just find me at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, good work, can they find you? And that's very true. Vin uh, is a great drummer and musician. Something like that. Uh, you could. Find him or listen to him at some point. Uh, you can plug that if you want. That's it. Uh, thanks. You got, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, for, for a special treat, the guys at the work print and I will be covering Good Omens in a two-parter. Uh, I actually, if you listen to the podcast I released a few days ago, I actually got to see Neil Gaiman uh, do a lecture at Rutgers, which is really dope. Um, didn't get to get an interview. But that's totally fine. I didn't really think that would happen anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, Good Omens, also an amazing show. Glad that they released them uh, hand-to-hand, like back-to-back at the same time, because uh, the stuff that Neil Gaiman did in the 80s and the stuff that uh, Swamp Thing was in like, the late 80s as well were very pivotal for comics and, and fellow nerds like those listening. Uh, so yeah, uh, definitely check out both of you at the time. And that's pretty much it. Uh, that's it. I'm going to sign off. And uh, we have a special treat for you, which I'm going to add. Uh, Naked pictures. <laughs> that's that, that's not a treat. That's a punishment. I just threw up in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that you're going to listen to right now. And uh, yeah. Enjoy, guys. Have a good day. <laughs>